When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is a lot like when you're going in to pitch a TV show or something like that, which is the people who are there waiting for you to audition, they want you to be good, okay? It would make their day if you were great and they didn't have to audition anybody else. This is episode 50 of the Arts Academy podcast, How to Audition, hosted by Victor Granado and Roxy Hayes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Arts Academy podcast. I am Dean Victor Varnado, and this is my co-host, Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes. Your name is ridiculous. All right. So (laughs) Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes with two X's. Like, what is happening? I'm professional (laughs) and a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that solves that. Anyway, so... Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, two different things. We're recording this live. We actually do two podcast episodes back to back. If you're watching live, you can ask questions as well. Uh, put them in the comments and we'll answer the questions. Uh, we're going to talk about how to do auditions over how or how to do an audition, uh, how to audition for different types of things, like how to audition for film, how to audition for television, how to audition for narrative and non-narrative things. Uh, then we're also going to talk about how to hold an audition, like what happens on the other side. Uh, so if you've got questions about any of that, you're trying to get out there, put your face on a screen somewhere, uh, this is probably the episode for you. Uh, we are the New York Art, art Alts Academy. Uh, we teach you everything about arts and entertainment that we possibly can. Uh, and not only that, we also teach classes. If you join our Arts Academy, I'm not Arts Academy podcast, but the OG student, it's not called OG students. What's it called? (laughs) Students of Art, the New York uh, Alt Arts Academy. Yeah. Yeah. Join the group called the Students of the New York Alt Arts Academy. You join that group. And then uh, every two weeks, we teach free classes. So absolutely free. Uh, We've taught people how to make comic books. Uh, We've taught people how to write essays and get published. But let's talk about the most common type of audition that I think people think about, which is probably auditioning for film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because... That's that's the that's the type of auditioning that is most often depicted in film itself. <laughs> People auditioning uh, for films. So mm-hmm. here's how film auditions generally work. If it's a big film, uh, usually your audition is going to be set up through your agent, and very rarely there's going to be like wide open auditions. the The reason that they usually only accept auditions through agents is because they don't want to have to sift through terrible actors. And so uh, that's why it helps to have an agent to go to an audition. Or actually, you don't actually just have to have an agent. You could actually go straight to casting directors. Uh, mm-hmm. And then when you go to a casting director, some casting directors check their websites. They do take submissions. And, um, and then on occasion they will actually give you auditions as well. I, uh, Harmony Corinne, the Harmony Corinne movie that I got in was not actually through my, through my agent. It was actually through a casting director. Uh, 
Um, the way I got in the Harmony Korine movie through a casting director was I was actually just at first working as an extra in movies through this casting agency. But every once in a while, the casting agency would be like, here's a line. Here's one where somebody gets one line. Do you want to go in on audition for that? And then I would. And then Harmony Korine, when he was making uh, Julian Donkey Boy, which is a movie that I am uh, in for like five minutes. Uh, anyway, so when he was making Julian Donkey Boy, it was pretty low budget. And it was also in the dogma movie style. It was supposed to be made like with only, with only uh, music and light lighting that was naturally occurring. You couldn't make your movie in other ways. So this, it's a very specific way of making a dogma film. Anyway, so uh, he was he he had a low budget, so he went to this cheaper casting director, which was this extras casting director. So they brought me in, and the casting director brought me in because he wanted people who were like funny, uh, funny, but also um, I was actually supposed to play like a funny blind person. Now I have a lazy eye, so that he thought that probably that would be the casting director thought that would be a good way to show that I might be blind. Uh, and then when I went to the audition, um, I didn't know that I was supposed to be funny. The casting director did not prepare me for the audition well. So I went to the audition. I thought there were going to be sides. Like with most auditions, what happens is you walk in um, to a place which has a lot of closets, closet-sized rooms. Oh, thank you. My wife just brought me a beverage. Ooh, what up, Leslie? Uh, big what up, Leslie, from <laughs> Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes. All right. So uh, normally what happens in auditions is you walk into this large room that has a lot of smaller rooms on the side of it. It's usually like if you've ever been to like a rehearsal studio, it looks like that, except in those rooms, people audition. You walk into the large room. You'll go up to a sign-up sheet uh, where the... Uh, where you sign your name and then they tell you which room to go wait by. And then when you go wait by that room, they call your name and then you go in and then you audition for the people that are in the room. Usually in the room is a casting director. If the film is really low budget, the director will be there. If the film is high budget, no director. Because <laughs> they're just like, you guys get through the shitty people first and then I'll come for the callbacks. <laughs> and so then usually when there's no director there, they will uh, put you on tape and then they will have you read through your script and then they will give you, usually they'll give you direction uh, and then you'll try to make an adjustment and then you'll read through your script again. Uh, okay, so uh, we'll get back to exactly how those auditions go uh, and I'll just finish the quick story about Harmony Corinne's audition. So in his audition, I thought it was going to go like that, where it was going to get us some sides, but there were no sides. And then they, when they walked me into the audition, the casting director was, oh, this is Harmony Corinne. And I met him. And then Harmony Corinne looked at me. And then Harmony Corinne said, oh, so where do you live? And I told him where I lived. And then Harmony Corinne looked at the casting director like, what's going on? like to the casting director and then the casting director looked at me he goes and she goes um hey aren't you funny like can't you rap or something so she just starts unloading all this stuff on me that she had expected but never told me mm -hmm. and so she's like 
aren't you funny? Can't you rap or something like that? And then Harmony Corrine goes, oh, yeah, rap. And I was like, I had no idea that this was supposed <laughs> to happen. Uh, so I did. I just did it because, like, why not? And then I got the part. All right. So uh, if you're at a regular audition, but here's the way the regular auditions work. So you... Uh, get this you get the script usually you get the script ahead of time you don't actually just get it when you show up at the audition but they'll have extra copies for you when you're at the audition uh the smartest thing to do is to memorize your script and be off book even if it's like 10 pages just try to be the most off book that you can be uh because you're going to have an easier time just uh emoting uh and having an easier time easier time like making adjustments to the character if you've already made the words your own that's mm -hmm. what i would suggest more than anything else that's not something that i knew when i first started auditioning when i very first started auditioning i was like oh you just go in and you read the script because that's what everyone around me was doing however uh memorizing your script is definitely the way to go memorize your script as best you can. And then when you walk into the audition room, usually they'll have a camera set up. Uh, it's a good idea to say hello to everybody. People don't always do that. Sometimes people just go and stand like a piece of meat. No, say hello to people and just, uh, just be casual uh, because, again, this is a lot like... Um, this is a lot like when you're going in to pitch a TV show or something like that, which is the people who are there waiting for you to audition, they want you to be good, okay? It would make their day if you were great and they didn't have to audition anybody else. So they, they're they on your side. All right, so you go in, you say hello to people, and, and sometimes you will encounter people uh, who are just jerks. Like maybe they've already found the person that they want. So like when you're auditioning, they're like on their phones, like or you know tweeting or whatever. And that's happened before too, that's super rude. But, uh, you know, people are like that. Sometimes you're wasting your time. Just have fun if you're wasting your time. That's what I do. I just, like, if I'm wasting my time, I have fun. Uh, so uh, then they'll tell you usually to stand on a spot in the room, which is usually marked with tape. You walk up to the tape in the middle of the room. Um, you wait for them. And then you might ask, like, if how they want it performed. Like, do you want this sitting or do you want this standing? Am I speaking directly to the camera or am I speaking to the reader that's off to the side? Often there are readers there, uh, which is a, uh, which is an office PA who's stuck there reading the other parts of the script that are not you. Uh, uh, they usually read with very little emotion, so be prepared. You have to bring all the emotion to the to the uh, to the audition. Uh, so then, uh, then they will usually tell you to start. The reader will start off first, or if it's your line first, you'll start off first. Uh, sometimes the reader will read the action in the script. Sometimes they won't. Uh, but you just you just make adjustments and then go for it. Now, if you get stuck, uh, if you get stuck or you really screw up, this is what's this is a thing that was surprising to me. If you get stuck or you really screw up in an audition, it's totally fine to be like, hey. Can I just take that from the top? That's a hundred percent cool. It's easier for them, and it's better for them. One, they get a better performance out of you. Two, they don't have to go back and try to edit together the bits and pieces of you screwing up. It's 
much easier for them if you just start over. They're a hundred percent cool with that. Mm -hmm. So just like be casual and just be like, "Hey, I didn't get, I didn't do that the way I wanted to. Do you mind if I start over?" They'll be like, "No problem." And then you could just start over. Uh, if they give you any attitude, they're wrong. Okay, and then you just start over and uh, <laughs> do your audition. Wrong, <laughs> what? Hey, you're wrong though. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean they are wrong because because and the reason I'm saying this is because I've been on both sides. Mm -hmm. I've been I've auditioned people and I and and I know that it's easier for them and I know but usually sometimes people have a chip on their shoulder in an entertainment industry. You know that some people just aren't right. Yeah. I mean, you said that before, like somebody somebody was upset about doing this show because they didn't want to share information, which is <laughs> insane. Uh, and so some people are just, you know, ridiculous. Anyway, so once you read through your audition first, usually you'll stop and then then it is a plus if they ask you to do it again and to make an adjustment. That means they like you. Sometimes sometimes you can just nail it. Sometimes you'll do an audition, they'll already like you, you just read through once, you'll nail it and you'll already get a call back or you'll be cast. That's super, super rare. Usually if they do not ask you to do the audition again, it's or to read through that, to read through again, usually you don't get it. Um, sometimes you do, but usually you don't. Sorry, what did you say? Comment real quick. Yeah, what does it say? Oh. And the first audition I did, they gave me the lines of an abusive husband, and I was paired with an older actress, and I had to get physical with her. It was tough because I was not prepared for that. You had to get physical with her? Well, I mean, it's not... <laughs> oh, you had to shake them on the side, not... Oh, okay. I wanted well, to tell us in the comments. I don't know what that... Yeah, I don't know what it means by physical, because... Because, you know, you don't have to get physical with anybody. Uh, I was actually leading an audition once and somebody grabbed this woman on stage and I kicked them out of the audition. Because uh, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, right, anyway. <laughs> but it depends on the audition, I guess. Well, anyway. So anyway, uh, so if they ask you to do it again, it's actually not a bad thing. It's a good thing because they'll ask you to do it again. They'll ask you to make an adjustment and then you can do that adjustment. Um, and if they ask you to do it a third time, that's usually a very good thing because they're like, okay, we like this person. We like what they're doing, but we want to get the exact right audition uh, for on tape. We want to get the exact right version of it on tape. And if they ask you, if you want to do it again, do it again. If you feel like there's more, you you can bring more like another if another repetition is good because if they're asking you if you want to do it again they want you to feel good about what you're doing so that's that's a great thing um so mm -hmm. they ask you to do it again and you want to do it again and you feel like you nailed it sometimes sometimes i've even been in auditions where you do all all your auditions and they go hey which one did you like the best and that's great because they're 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 considering you as a real actor and as part of the a part of as as a potential part of the movie or TV show or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so uh, as far as doing auditions for movies, that's pretty much how it goes. Um, how much time do we do? Oh, we so we have time to talk a little bit about a little bit about a different kind of auditioning, and then we'll go to the second subject, which is how to hold an audition. Mm -hmm. Do you have any questions, Roxy? Uh, I do not. Wait, hold on. We'll have a comment though. People who don't want to share information often don't have anything worth sharing. I agree. Well, <laughs> you'll never know what it was because <laughs> they, they don't hold. share it anyway. So who knows? 
Well, I have what I want to say is it's completely different, but it's just about like how social media can help you get auditions for stuff. Oh, yeah. I've gotten a couple of auditions just because I've used certain hashtags. And I know it may sound super simple or super basic, but using hashtag whatever the profession is or whatever you do has helped me get a lot of auditions. So I've gotten stuff for. Oh, you mean like because you're using like hashtag actor? Yeah, hashtag comedian, hashtag all that kind of stuff. Like some casting directors do look for that when they're trying to look for new people. So do that. Oh, absolutely. Um, and when I when I have been on the casting side, we've looked for people by uh, on their Instagram and like and how many followers there are. We can already like see their face and see a couple of videos of them. Like definitely, we've done that. Uh, okay, so since since I already. Since I already uh, talked about auditioning for a film, let's talk about auditioning for something that is the farthest away from doing like a narrative film. And let's talk about auditioning for a stand-up show. Okay, because yeah. I'm also a stand-up comedian. I've been on, I've been on uh, uh, last comic standing. I got, I got cut after the first day because I'm so funny. Anyway, so then... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I made it past... I made, you you do the audition section, but then you do like the late night show. So I made it to the late night show. Okay. So I, I got past the first level, but then I got cut. Oh. Um, and and uh, but actually, there's a reason that I get that I get cut, which we can talk about in just a little bit. Um, okay, so when you're auditioning for something like a reality show, which is what uh, Last Comic Standing is, uh, now having been a producer for reality shows, I can tell you that your talent is not what they want necessarily. In fact, there was a huge scandal about Last Comic Standing where they duped uh, these pro comics into being judges. And then the pro comics judged on who was funniest, but then the network chose different winners because they were just like, this is a better character. And so, yeah, look up, I mean, I guess look up Last Comic Standing scandal with like Louis, Louis Anderson. Yeah, and Louis Anderson was one of the judges, and they were so mad because the person who was like obviously the funniest, they just didn't have them win. And, wow. and the and the and they told they told the comedians that they were judges, but then they had some sort of like line in their contract, like the network can make a new decision if they feel like it, and they did, and that was awful. All right, so they don't care about your talent; it's about personality. Mm-hmm. I mean. And personality is talent. But uh, anyway, so when I auditioned for Last Comic Standing, um, the reason that I believe I got immediately picked for the later show was because, one, I was funny because it was a show where, you know, part of it was about being funny. But then the other side was I was a good story. Like, there are not many comedians with all of my uh, quirks, let's call them. (laughs) So... (laughs) They're not a lot of they're not a lot of black albino comedians out there. Uh, there used to be only me. Now there's I think uh, one other dude. So there you go, and uh, and so that got me in the door for Last Comic Standing. And then when I did Last Comic Standing, here's the way that an audition an audition for a competition reality show goes. Usually what's going to happen is they're going to ask you to make a recording or a tape of yourself before you actually have to go to the audition. Uh, that often that is for when they do 
a lot of broad auditioning like they like anybody in the world can audition it's usually taped first with last comic standing there was uh that extra step of you having to be a comedian so they they often just allowed uh people to go straight to the auditions the auditions for last comic standing used to be held uh cattle call style uh what a cattle call means is they, is means is they tell everybody this is the audition date. Uh, you line up like cattle. That's the that's the where the cattle call comes from. So then, the cattle call auditions. Everybody goes into the audition, and then one at a time, you get maybe ninety seconds in front of people, uh, and usually they record your audition. Uh, if they really like you, sometimes they'll pull you out of the line and do a interview with you. Uh, if they do an interview with you, they're probably trying to figure out like, oh, we think his audition is probably going to go okay. Maybe they can tell a little story about you uh, in, in what's called a package in the show. All right. So then for a Last Comic Standing, also, there you can skip the cattle call audition if you have an agent or manager. So I had, an, I had an agent and a manager, so I got to skip the cattle call audition and... I came on the same day as the cattle calls, except I got to walk past the line and just have an appointment and go in so they could film me on the same day. Um, and then uh, for specifically Last Comic Standing, their audition, you, you, you walk in. In my case, they did do an interview with me beforehand. Then you go into the audition. If you have a audition time, what they do is they stop the cattle call line and they let you go in and audition because of your time slot. You walk in, you walk in, you go on stage, and it and it really is very much like you see on uh, America's Got Talent. Like that's that's this is all of these shows. These are the, they are the progenitors of what you see on America's Got Talent. It's just there's three judges sitting at a table. They actually just tell you, okay, go do some comedy. You did like a minute and a half, uh, and then you're done. You're the thing is. If you can tell a good story, think about that more than anything else. It's story, it's personality. Either you're a hero or you're a villain. Either you're the sexiest person or the skeeviest person. Like the, What they want is they want an easy story to tell. So when people are watching that show, it's going to be easy to, to just nail who you are in editing and make you popular that way. So... For reality shows, it really, like, if you're going to a reality show and you're like, I'm the best chef, I'm going to be great on this cooking show, yes, great, be a great cook, but also have a great personality and a great story. All right, so we yep. talked about auditionings for films and we talked about auditioning for reality shows. Uh, I think it's time to end this first part of the episode. We're going to go on to the second part of the episode. To end this part of the episode, all I have to do is tell you guys, please follow us at Arts Academy Podcast on all social media. Go to artsacademypodcast.com. We are the New York Alt Arts Academy. I am Dean Victor Bernardo, and this is Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.